Welcome back to another episode of Because Mom Said So. I'm here with my lady friends. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So we're back. We're back. 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 So it's the end of summer, which is always for me very sad. I don't know. How do you guys feel when summer like winds down? Sad sad too. But when I'm in Pittsburgh, I'm sad. Here I actually like it because I start to get my nice weather now. It's not like not like 110 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. The end of August is such a busy time, too, with kids going back to school and, you know, vacations are wrapping up. It's almost like a reboot, a fresh reboot. But I do love the fall. Yeah, I do, too. Looking forward to that season. I've always loved the fall because. It's the start of a school year. You know me. I'm an, I'm the ultimate nerd. I love school. I love going back to school, whether I was a student or a teacher. In fact, it's just like something magical. So I love it. Although I do miss summer. I love summer weather. I love going to the beach. I love being on vacation. I do like fall. I love back to school. Yeah. You know what, Ho? You're right. It is like, it, it is an exciting time. I remember for the longest time, when the kids were going back to whether it was elementary or starting middle school or high school, there is that fresh new, you know, who, what teacher are you going to have? Who, oh, sure. That who's so going to be in your classes? It was fun for us when we were going to school. And then it was fun for me to watch my kids and hear their stories. I always couldn't wait, you know for the end of the first day of school to yeah. hear all about it. Oh, yep. for sure. I mean, I love school. I love the smell of all the school supplies. I know that sounds so weird, but I love the backpacks. <laughs> and it's so fun organizing their yeah. backpacks and stuff. So when we went on vacation, when the kids were, we always go on vacation, but when the kids were little, we would go to this really fun, it was called Coconut Kids. And it was a children's novelty clothing, bathing suits, anything. Never but heard of it. Oh, it's so cute, except it's it's gone now. Really? We would go in Bethany Beach. They had two coconut kids on, you know, each end of the strip. Oh, how cute. Uh, and that's where we would buy the lunch boxes every oh. year. That was like the big oh, yes. purchase because my kids were kind of picky and they wouldn't eat the school lunch. Neither would mine. So, which was fine with me. So we would go and they each pick out their lunchbox, you know, whether it was Roxy or Ocean Pacific. Sometimes, you know, it was we were at the beach, so they were kind of beach themed. Mine always yeah. did one of those Vera Bradley ones. Yep. Oh, we, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We had a yeah, lot we, of Vera Bradley ones. Yeah, but then once they got to high school, they were like, uh, no, we're not carrying a lunch bag. They would just take like a brown paper bag. Brown bag. That's exactly yeah. like they right. They could just throw it away. They were like embarrassed to carry it, I guess. But. Did you write so notes in your kids' funny. lunches every day? Yeah, I know Kelly did. I did a lot. Not every day. I did. If they had like a special test or an event, you know, or a t- not a special test, a test or something that was on their mind. I did one every single day. making school lunches. You were so good at it, though. You did them so pretty. I know, like- but it was like a job. That was like my job was making school lunches. It was like. Oh, mine was easy. Not me. I was like, well, you know, it was easy. You just did it too fancy. Well, yeah. Well, how fancy were your kids' school lunches? I don't know. I didn't think they were fancy. Melissa says they were fancy. Well, no, how she put like her turkey and ham on. Like she, like I would just put it on, you know, like just. Yeah. She went like this. And like, so what did you pack your kids? What did you put in your school lunch? I always did different things. Sometimes I did salads. Sometimes I did 
cheese and crackers. Like it all depended on like, you know, sometimes I did sandwiches. I don't know. I did everything. So and did they, would your kids request certain things or request not to have certain things? No, like, not really. like no more PB and J. Oh, so they got potluck, whatever you wanted for them to have. That's what they got. Yeah. But I always gave them something they liked. Like oh, of course. mine never really took like peanut butter and jelly and stuff because why don't we weren't really big, big sandwich people. I don't know. Kenzie had a peanut butter jelly every single day. She was so picky. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's nice and easy, though. You can always have it on hand. So that's a good thing. Maddie always liked turkey and cheese and honey mustard or a salad. But cheese and crackers, I did a lot, too, on the side. And We liked cheese and crackers. That was nice and easy. So Holly, you probably didn't pack lunch, huh? Because you had to go to school so early. Never. I never packed lunch. And honestly, my I didn't grow up with someone packing school lunch. I always just had school lunch from the cafeteria. That was just the thing to do. So I never really packed school lunches unless the kids were going on like a field trip or something like that. Or if they asked for something special for school lunch, it was just easier to buy the lunch plan and have them. And we had the schools that they went to had really good lunches for the most part. And so they liked the school lunches and if there was something that was a reason why they didn't want a school lunch we would pack but very very rarely and so when I packed it was like something special that they normally wouldn't have like for them lunchables they love that that was something that they would have or sometimes it was like a soup or in the thermos that was kind of cool uh, but for the most part they just ate school lunches and then they had their favorite school lunches which is kind of nice my you know why my kids didn't like you know why they didn't like doing school lunches? Well, first of all, they didn't like them, but they were always afraid they were going to drop their tray. You remember when a kid would drop their tray? <laughs> oh, wow. Mine yeah. used to say it took so long to go through the line to get the lunch. By the time they got their lunch and sat down, it was like they didn't have time to eat. It was mm. like lunch was over. Yeah. So true. Thinking back to when I was in, you know, when we were in school, yeah, the school lunch, you did have to wait in line and wait, your, you know, you couldn't skip if you were skipping over the hot section where they scoop it out or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You just kind of had to wait it out. Yeah. We just, you know what? Yeah. They just had like our kids always loved their, like, even when they were in high school and they could have them bring their own lunch, they never did that because they like the lunch, but if it was a sandwich bar or a pasta bar, they had sushi or they had so salad bar they had like so many different options they were good oh my their school lunch would be better than anything i would have made them because they had choices and so that and they would know the menu ahead of time so they could plan accordingly if there really was an issue but and also the their classes were pretty small so everyone could get through the line because guess what if we if that was not the case we had parents who would call and complain so they were good <laughs> so mine would buy sometimes like pizza day they had certain days they would like buy uh, like pizza day or like I remember when I was in school I used to like chicken patty day uh, gross, disgusting chicken patties <laughs> with mashed potatoes I like that day yeah. do you know what day I loved in high school it was so funny chicken croquette I oh that oh, the yeah. pizza the Elio's pizza oh oh and it was 20 cents and then I would get a, um, a strawberry scooter crunch which was 20 cents and then my orange drink which was 20 cents so it'd be 60 cents for my high school lunch we're showing and- our ages on the price <laughs> we are we are definitely showing our age but I do remember having just like the exact change for here I'm talking about change for lunch and I didn't like having like milk or anything for lunch so I liked any kind of like whatever the fake juice was. But I do remember those pizza squares or rectangles for Leo's pizza. I love those. 
Those were good and just burnt enough. And tater yeah. t- the tater tots were 20 cents too, because that was my favorite. But the tater tots came in big bowl. Oh, I was I loved that. And but we also had a salad bar. And if I didn't like what they were having, I would have the salad bar, but I would only get the croutons. The croutons were <laughs> um, oh the croutons gosh. were day old uh, cheese, um, what uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, and they would cut them up oh, and make them into good. <laughs> and, then, and I would put ranch dressing on it. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. The croutons were grilled cheeses. Yeah, I never heard of that. Never heard of that. That is resourceful. I remember there were things I did not like on for, for lunch days. I, I didn't like meatloaf day or salads very stir- well, But I like the mashed potatoes. There were certain things I did not like. And there are other things that were like, oh, I love that. But I didn't like anything except those funny. things. Mm-hmm. I, I ate so much ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Well, we had ice cream sandwiches and I would get, I, I think it was a soft pretzel. I don't know how hot it was, but we'd get a pretzel and an ice cream sandwich. That's what I'd eat for lunch. My parents never packed me a lunch. My mom, my dad was at work, but look, we just kind of ate a la carte, but I packed for my kids. And they're cute mm-hmm. little lunch boxes, mm-hmm. but I never, did you guys do things like, well, you said soup, things that had to be in a container or salad, things that would need an ice pack. I did. And I was always bad at that because trying to keep it cool was never a good thing. Cause I was never good at the ice, but remember to freeze it. And then sometimes I would use a baggie and put ice in it. That was a disaster. Cause I packed lunch for the kids when they were in daycare but not when they were in school. Yeah. I know what I used to pack them all the time. I used to do like a little thing with like celery and carrots and veggies and then like a ranch dressing in the center because uh-huh. I got these things. I think I got them at Target, but it was like a little container that kept them cold. Like it had the little round thing in the center where you would put the dip and then the veggies around it and then the lid you froze so it was just oh. like a Tupperware lid but the lid was frozen and you put it on the top and it kept them cold well you should see oh, what they so have cool. now they have so many awesome things because there's this woman that I love the Doherty dozen she has 12 kids so she packs oh, wow. their, yeah she makes breakfast and lunch every morning at 5 a.m even during summer she makes their lunches in lunch boxes because she has only 12 kids in her kitchen, messing up her kitchen at lunch. She has the frozen things, but also these packages of really, I can't remember what they're called, but I saw them at Target the other day. They're boxes for lunches and they're like tiered. Oh. It's really awesome. Oh, like, like, yeah. like bento boxes. Like bento. bento boxes. That's what it's called. Yeah, those are nice. Those are like Japanese lunch boxes. Those are great. <laughs> so like they're so contained. You can pack a lot in them and have little compartments. But I found sometimes when I would try to get fancy and get a, you know, a cute container and to put ranch or peanut butter, you know, a scoop of peanut butter before they had the cups to dip your celery in. But then they'd come home and we'd do homework and we'd go to dance, you know, it was so chaotic. And then I'm climbing into bed at night and I'm like, oh my God, I got to wash out the lunch boxes. My thing with my kids is even though they didn't have, like I didn't pack a lunch, they still wanted a lunch box for the longest time. And I would buy it like just with the new backpack and everything else. But oftentimes the lunch boxes never came home anyway, or they would come home, especially with the boys and really gross. And like, you can't use it again. Like it was like a science experiment in there. That's, that's disgusting. It was a Petri dish. <laughs> the Vera Bradley ones you can put on the dishwasher on the top. 
Oh, I didn't know that. I used to wash mine like once a week like that. Oh, I just put mine in the dishwasher. Oh, I mean, in the washing machine. That's smart. I love Vera Bradley. I still, I still use my Vera Bradley tote bags and my duffel bags. I still use my duffel bag. I travel with them still. There's uh, nothing beats it. It's so durable and they're cute and they're functional. You can fold them up. I love my Vera Bradley. I still use it. Yeah, I do too. We did get, we have a lot of pieces from our travels. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I yeah. love, but my kids won't carry it now. Do your girls still carry no. your favorite? No, Nia still does. She travels with it. That's like one of her little travel hacks. Yeah. She will pull out a, a duffel bag. You will see her with it. She will check it as luggage or carry on. She's yeah, like her mama. Yeah. All her ba- well, you know what? She's, when she's traveling, we use them a lot of times as like our spare bag. Well, cause they're easy so, to roll up. Exactly. So if you need it, if you buy too much, buy too many souvenirs, or if you just want to put your dirty clothes in it, it's perfect. Yeah. Are they still popular now, Vera Bradley? You find them everywhere. They still have stores. Oh, okay. So they, yeah, yeah, there's still a, a thing. New prints and everything. Remember yeah, when the new, new prints, prints. Would come out? And yeah. you can wash them. That was just so nice. Yeah. 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 They're expensive, but they're nice, you know? Yeah. Supply and demand. Once all the kids wanted them, they put up their price or all the people wanted them. Yeah. So Holly, how does your niece like the mathnasium thing you sent her? Oh my goodness. She really, really enjoyed it. And she really likes it. And I was, you know, when you set someone up with a program like that, you don't know how it's going to turn out because you're, I'm not managing it. If she's doing it all on her own and she was so impressed with herself. She felt confident. She felt excited. She loved it. She texted me on her own to tell me how much she enjoyed it. Isn't that great? What I like is that each child's assessed individually. I don't know. I think it just teaches you the way you need to be taught because I think everybody learns in a different way. You know, like I have three kids and all three kids learn a different way. Yes. Like Josh is a hands-on learner. Mm-hmm. Brooke is like, if she reads it, she, you know, like everybody learns differently. I think. Absolutely. So I think this is great. It is so good. And it's geared for kids in grades two through 12. So that's a wide range. And the, I love yes. the fact that mathnasium teachers, they only teach math. Like that's it. They are what they teach. They are math They're, teachers. That's their specialty. That is their yeah. specialty. They know how to teach math. They are kind of like experts in their field. That's that's what they do. Like what they teach goes above and beyond math. Mm-hmm. Like the kids learn to think critically, yes, you know, yes, and to problem solve. And then that makes them gain confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and I think that's one of the things people forget. They think that math is just about the, the content and the skills, but there's so many other aspects of learning math and confidence is a huge thing. And for me, it's important for boys and girls, but I'm really like, we're women, and I'm a big advocate of women in math and science. And so since we're talking about math, I love the fact that we are helping or focusing on math and strengthening math skills. I focus on girls primarily because I think sometimes girls get a sh- you know get shortchanged that way. They think like, oh, I'm a girl. I'm, I can't be good at math. Absolutely. Yeah. You can, you can, you can be a star. You're brilliant. You're more than capable. And that's one of the things my niece discovered. She's like, I'm really good at math and I enjoy it. And it's fun. Like she actually enjoyed yeah. her mathnasium sessions and she was working one-on-one. One thing that's good is they never assign homework. Yes. But they'll help you with your homework from school, yes. which is great. Yeah. Because one thing you don't need is more homework. That's exactly right. You do not need that. And I don't know about you, Holly, but as of like fourth grade, 
I could not help my kids with their math homework. <laughs> like, it's like they taught it differently than I was taught. Yes. Yes. That is, you that know? is true. That is true. I definitely needed math. Yeah. Leave it to the experts because that's what they teach. That's what they know. That's what they teach. The other thing I like is that you can learn in center or you can do it online. And if you don't want to do it online, there are over a thousand of them across the country. Yes. So I'm sure there's one near you if you don't want to do it online. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Unfortunately, I think studies have shown that because of the pandemic, some kids have fallen behind in math. Don't think your child is the only one. Don't think like, oh, it'll it'll fix itself or get better. Math is one of those subjects where it builds. Whether you're looking to get your kids back on track or want to ensure they're staying ahead of their math studies, Find a center near you at mathnasium.com and contact them for a free in-center or online consultation. For me personally, now they would give, like my kids would come home or, and then it'd be on the website with a menu of what was for lunch for the week or the first two, you know, yeah, we so get the, so the menu. So we could go through and if there were things that they liked, they would say, oh, don't pack me for, you know, Tuesday because I'm going to get whatever. But I remember when we were young, go, walking in the school, you never knew what you were going to have until you walked in that morning and smelled it. My school was, I went to Sardis, Melissa. Oh. Sardis is out by your new home. It's a business office now. It was a six room building. They had two laboratories, they called them. They had the cafeteria, which served as the gymnasium, the, um, you know, if we had a play or a show. Wait, where was that? Is it where? And they had a teach, they had um, the teacher's lounge, they called it. Yeah. Teachers used to smoke in there. You'd walk Uh by the lounge and smoke. Can you believe it? It's right you know where the Dairy Queen is down by 380 on Logan Road? Uh, yeah, we can walk there. Sardis School was to the right up on the hill there. There's a business office yeah. up there now. Anyway, you'd walk in the school, which was teeny, a little brick building, and you'd smell what was for lunch. <laughs> Rose oh, and I. I. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, today, hot, dogs. hot dogs, pizza, chicken croquette, they call it. Might have been your chicken patty with two blobs of um, mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. Yeah. My sister and I, sister, brother, sister and I, we call boobs on a platter. (laughs) That's so, but we, but that was one of the tastier lunches. But what a great memory of that small school. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Only, and it was through sixth grade and they had a little recess. So I remember that vividly, like, Oh my gosh, Jill, you should see the elementary school now. Kelly, did you see the new school? No. I haven't it, been by there. What's it it's like? It's ridiculous. They're, they combined all the schools now. And it, they're making like a big athletic fit, uh, field um, where the middle school and the high school is. But um, Sloan is humongous. So there's like where our kids well, went to. go there now. So yeah. Sloan, where um, Kelly, where our kids went to, that's kindergarten, first and second. And then the big school right beside it, it's massive. I mean, and it has like all these different floors. That's for third, fourth, and fifth graders. And the- Oh, you're kidding. They did split it up. And our taxes went way up, which are- are Yeah, you're paying for it. And the school is like a huge campus. And now they're going to be working on, you know, the athletic, all the new athletic fields and all that stuff. But I cannot believe it. 
I just can't imagine how lunches are now because there's a lot of kids there. It's all the elementary schools combined. Wait, so they only have one? Mm-hmm. Wow, because some people massive. live, you're on the, uh, that's on the other end of Murraysville. Yeah. Like Penn Trafford, which border, where I am, which borders Murraysville. Uh-huh. I mean, there are people right across the street that is Franklin. Wow, that's a long morning ride for them. My neighbor told me how it's so techy inside. She's like, it's so beautiful. You just wouldn't believe it. Oh, good for them. I wonder. Yeah, that's, oh, that's not awesome. for us. They didn't need it. Sloan was so nice. I mean, these schools are, yeah. you know, I, I don't think people need fancy for school. Sorry. I, I, I liked that it was a small school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Franklin and that was my elementary school was Sardis Elementary. And then the high school was the middle school, seventh and eighth grade. Actually, I don't know what the high school is now, but then we had ninth and 10th, 11th and 12th. It was all disjointed. Yeah. So now they, there is just one high school, nine through 12. So my neighbor girl who I adore, she's 13. Um, I, her and I went and got her nails done together. She, she's a cheerleading coach. She coaches like the young girls. And she said, it's, each floor, it's third, fourth, and fifth. So they have their own floors at the new school. Oh wow! Huh. You believe it? But they That's share. Really cool. They share a gym and the art yeah. and you know whatever and, and the lunchroom, but cafeteria. Yeah. yeah, I always found the cafeteria to be incredibly stressful because I was not a popular kid. I mean, I had friends, but I was not a popular kid. But I think for a lot of kids, going to the cafeteria is very. Like when you said the girls worried about dropping their lunch tray, I didn't worry about dropping my lunch tray. It was more like, who are you going to sit with? What if your friends were out that day? Mm. Um, I always remember feeling that way too. Yeah. And you know, there's the cool kid table, which I did not sit at. And then there was like everyone else who wanted to be at the cool kid table. And then I just wanted to be with my book and my, my few friends. But it's an interesting dynamic. So as an adult, watching the cafeteria and school lunch had a wholly different feel to it. I went to lunch with Natalia. Yeah, that's interesting, huh? That's different take. When she was in second grade and I saw the clicks already and it made me sad. And I mean, she was in elementary school and they had like, bring your aunt to, or bring your somebody, relatives. Right, right, yeah. And I was just like looking around and I, it made me sad that they, that starts in elementary school, you know, so early. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting when you see, cause there are things that we would talk to of kids and parents and like, you know, kids who have certain elements of social capital more so than others. And there would be like an empty chair at a lunch table. And as an adult, you wouldn't think anything about it, but the empty chair is like, no one's really sitting there, but it's just to let other kids know you can't sit there cause you're not in this group. So we definitely had rules about that's very subtle. This is an empty chair, just tempting enough for people to know. So how did you manage that, Hall, as a, a principal <laughs> professor, yes. I was going to say? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things, like you can't, for adults who are present, because you always have adults who are present, just to be mindful of watching for those dynamics. Like you couldn't tell someone, oh, you can't sit here. Like if there's a chair there and someone wants to sit, you can sit there. Like that's, that's it. Like you're eating with your friends, you eat with your friends, but the whole thing, empty chair, do a solo. Empty chair can have a lunch, can have a lunch date. Like, you know, the empty chair can't eat school lunch. So no, someone can sit there and you can't, I'm not saying you have to force friendships, but you definitely can't exclude people. Like intentionally exclude people. You cannot do that. 
that's not acceptable. So it's just like being really fine. It's subtle. It's so yeah, subtle because kids don't find a fine line, right? Well, it's not a fine that's, line about excluding people. We can eat with your friends. But you no, no, to, man- to manage it. Yeah. It's yeah. a fine line as you're watching it happen. Like yeah. as a teacher, you know, Stop someone it. you where you see these kids every day, eight hours a day. Yeah, you're right. And the thing is, is that it's not meant for you to see as an adult. <laughs> It's not, it's not meant for you. It's not meant for you. It's meant for their age group. And that's why it's so hard for adults to see it sometimes because it's not, because it looks totally innocuous. You're just not thinking twice about that. Like I didn't see anyone do anything and you probably did it. I have to say in my school, I don't know if it's because I went to such a farm school. Like we were in farm country. I mean, like it was, you know, but I was like, with the popular kids, but we always let, if there was a kid sitting by themselves, we always asked them to sit with us. We always did. It was, there was this girl, we used to call her tapping Teresa because she was, a, she tapped a bit and people used to make oh, fun sad. of her. And I thought she was so nice. And we always offered for her to sit with us. And we didn't have bullying in our school. And I don't really, it's really funny because we, I'm still friends with a lot of people from high school. And we always say these kids have to deal with so much and there just wasn't bullying back then because we didn't care about, you know, we dressed cute, I guess, but we didn't care about stuff like that. You know, it was more about the sports and like us together. I feel that way too, Melissa. We did in elementary school. Now, middle school changed everything because other schools came together, people you didn't know. But yeah. in elementary school, the kids are so, you're so young and naive and you just- This was high school. Everybody to like you. You want to like everybody. The, I, I don't recall any clicks in my elementary school. I, I don't recall, oh. at least for me. Now, my kids might be different, but I, I don't. I don't know when that starts. But I'm talking, this is high school. I don't remember lunch in middle school at all. Isn't that, I mean, like, I can't recall. But high school, we didn't have, oh, yeah. I mean, we had clicks, but it wasn't, people said hi to everybody. People didn't, yeah. weren't yeah. mean to people. Like, I mean. Yeah, people were mean at mine, I think. No. Really, Cal? But we were like a normal little Where did town. You? Nobody was rich yeah. in our town. Well, we had some rich people, I guess. But I don't think anybody really here I don't know it was I don't know there just wasn't bullying and things like that I think once you get like band and cheerleaders and football players and the soccer player you know that once you start all those sports and events in like middle school high school that's when you start to see yeah well that's the football table you're not allowed to sit there what you know kids would I think that's how the clicks get started. I don't know. I mean, our teachers were so awesome. Like we had the coolest teachers. Like, yeah, that's good. That's great. I had some great teachers too. I remember. Oh my gosh. I loved our teachers. But then I also remember some not so great ones. Yeah. Unfortunately, you do remember those as well. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know what? I think it's interesting. I don't, my memory, my childhood memories don't go up I have flashbacks of individual experiences of childhood memory. So I don't remember like as a whole, like I couldn't tell you specifically about, oh, this specific instance. I do remember not feeling always included. Absolutely. I definitely know for a fact clicks happen in elementary school. Absolutely know that for a fact, no question, because I was an elementary school principal as well as, you know, a, a par- the parents of elementary school kids. You see it. 
and kids can be cruel. And I think it just happens in different ways that, that people sometimes are aware of and some people want to deal with it and some people don't want to deal with it. I think sometimes if you're not someone who has experienced that, you may not even see it because it's just not on your radar. So I think there are different elements and levels to it. And, you know, as a person who had kids in various stages of um, a popular kid, a kid who wasn't popular, a kid who didn't care whether or not they were popular, I had all three of those and their experiences were very, very different. And it depends on the kind of class you have. Every class is different too, but some classes are mean, some are clicky. Some are more welcoming, but they all have elements of that. And it doesn't have to be based on wealth because there are kids who have don't have the wealth, but they have other elements of social capital, like you were saying, like other athletes, or maybe they're really smart or they're this, or it's very interesting to see those dynamics play out. So I just think people should just be more mindful of them, but that has to be something that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Natalia really, it's really hard. You know, she's 11 now. She turned 11 yesterday and Kids are so mean at her school. I wonder why. Wow. What, why though? Mm. To her or just? I mean, in general, but to her, yes. Really? I wonder why. What Even do you the, think if you had to, well, who knows what goes through she, kids' minds? She had an awful teacher last year that was mean to Natalia. And Natalia is the kid that, she's a reader. She reads a lot. She's a straight A student. She's very particular about everything. She helps the kid that doesn't have another friend, you know, like she and her teacher just did not like her. Kids are very savvy. And I think adults do not give them credit for being as smart as they are. And they can pick up certain things very well. They know who has social capital and who doesn't and who's in the hierarchy based on it could be anything. It could be who your parents are, what kind of family you have, how you look. They could be jealous of you. It could be anyone and how you look to be different things as far as what they value or what they think is cool, not cool. And it's really interesting. And it kind of feeds into this kind of popularity and who they think is like really smart or who's like teacher's pet or like it could be anything, but it definitely does exist. So, and it's sad to see a kid go through, to see a kid go through that or not just one, you know, there usually it's more than one kid go through it and teachers can feed into it. Like you said, teachers don't, and, ki- and then that just acts the other kids on as well. Like if there's a kid who get, who's like a troublemaker in class for whatever reason it might be, mm-hmm. other kids kind of, they, they rally behind that and they kind of feed into it too. Yeah. That's, but my sister called the school so many times, emailed this teacher. She didn't do anything. Huh. So I'm hoping she has a better year this year because she had a, she didn't want to go to school last year and that was never her. So is their elementary school, does it go K through five? Mm-hmm. I think Okay, so. so she's one of the oldest, you know, like a upperclassmen of the school. Hopefully she'll have a good year because, you know, they have fifth grade farewells and things for not those not, kids to look forward to. Not there. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's funny. I know. I think it's funny that these schools have all these events and stuff, but yeah, no, not the farm schools. <laughs> they have prom and stuff like that. But. Huh. Yeah, it is. I actually enjoy thinking back and I have mixed emotions, but you know, that was a simpler time than when we went to school. So simple. You know? So simple. I loved, I loved, yeah. I loved, and my kids I walked well. to their elementary school. Oh, that's so, I know. Well, in their middle school too, they walked. So that was like a fun, that was fun. My neighbor and I would walk them halfway and then we'd watch them, you know, 
walk across the street and go into school. It was fun. And then we wait for him coming home. Yeah, I do miss those days. But yeah, I'm sure there, like anything, there's a lot of angst for parents wondering, you know, was someone mean to you? Did how'd you do on your test? Did you feel comfortable? Yeah, when we would t- we would talk to kids like who were coming into the school year, they're the thing that they worried about the most lunchtime. More than anything else, lunchtime created the greatest anxiety for any child, for most kids, because it was like, who are you going to sit with at lunch? So it wasn't just about the food. School lunch means so much more than just the food. But the food is critical. And if you're a child, food is critical because then there are all these other assumptions related to food. Like if your mom packed you lunch versus if you had to buy school lunch. And don't even get started if you had free lunch. I mean, there's so many dynamics to the whole. It's just, it's, a, it's an interesting time of the school day. Let's just say it's a very interesting. So much gets played out and it could be a lot of fun too. And we had all sorts of different strategies that we would try to do. And actually in middle school, like the kids would do and like our student council trying to mix things up. I think they call it like mix it up day. So it would just force people to mix it up like once a month or a couple of times a semester just to get you out of like, and then they would have icebreakers and it was run by student council just to get people to meet other kids. And so, and also as a way to not have those who are on the periphery feel like they're always on the periphery. It's hard. How about <laughs> recess? So you have the school lunch and then... After lunch, I think they switched it at one point. They had recess before lunch. Do you guys remember that? I, I think it depended on which section yeah. you were. Like some of us did it before and some of us did it after. Yeah. Then there was recess after lunch. Go out and who's going to play with who, play tag or sit on the swings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an extension of lunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, right, but I mean, it, do, it doesn't end after you put your. No, it does not. It doesn't. It's just like the appetizer for the rest of the, of the period. Yeah, I agree. These kids <laughs> just have so much pressure. Yeah, and it's not just about learning. I know I did, but it was just different. And, you know, that was part of my experience. But I, and also that we talk about it more. And I think we used to excuse it more. Like, oh, that's just, you know, that's just part of growing up. Oh, kids will be kids. Or, you know, I think we just normalized it. And unless it was your kid or unless it was you actually going through it, you just really did. It. I, once again, I just don't think it would be on your radar. It is what it is. It is what it is. There's a lot just, but you know, you know, hindsight's 2020. Is that what they say? So now we know. And so we're unpacking a lot of stuff, not just unpacking school lunches, but what is it? <laughs> you know, it's a lot. There's a lot there. It's a lot there. It is a lot. But I can, so, I can just say, I remember going yeah, of to, course. to lunch on, at high school because um, we had this like hallway. I mean, it was just fun. Like, I don't even know why I loved high school lunch so much. And the, yeah. the, the really? tables were all long, like all the tables. Yeah, that's how ours were. Well, were they? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know, like the teachers would walk around and talk to everybody because we had the coolest teachers at our high school, like the coolest. I don't know. It just was like such a fun time and it never was really about eating. Well, I have to say, one of the things I loved in senior year, we were allowed to eat lunch off campus because we were also taking classes off campus. We took college level classes off campus our senior year. So we really weren't even on the high school campus anymore. So that was phenomenal because we'd have these lunch breaks or these breaks in our schedule 
where we would hang out in the cafeteria. We would play spades or card games and we would have lunch. And I remember just going to lunch on the college campus and loving that experience. Like did that you was, walk that was great. Right. Walked where? To the college? Yeah, like did you go to school in the morning and then go to the college or Well, I had to I actually had to go to school in the morning. What class did I take? I had to take like I don't know what class it was. It was like a P like a PE or a Latin class. It was like one class, but most people didn't. They just reported directly to the college campus. It was great. I loved it. I loved, loved, loved it. I think eating off campus was a huge bonus. And it was one of those things that you just look for as like a senior privilege in high school to be able to eat off campus. Would you eat lunch somewhere else or did you pack a lunch? Like, what did you eat? Oh, I would eat someplace else. I didn't pack a lunch. Oh, wow. interesting. Yeah. Oh, that is fun. Yeah, that was that was fun. So I you could go it. to like a restaurant. You could, you could. Yes, absolutely. You could. Whatever was local, whatever did not make you late for school or for your next class. Yes, you could do that. There were, because no one's like really could check to see where are you, where are you going? Yeah, as long as you were back on time. Yeah. As long as you were back on time. So that was interesting. Do you guys remember in high school? Because we, you know, I'm still friends with a lot of friends from high school. We talk about this, um, that our back doors of our school and our front doors would be wide open all day. Wide, really? open, and, wide and, open. And all of our windows had that like a chook, chook, and you pushed yeah. up. And they yeah. would all be, because we didn't have air conditioning, they would all be open all day long. We never worried about anything. You know? Yeah, it's not like it is now. Wow. My no. mom could come That's through true. the hallway and go, here, you know, like my mom could actually go into school, say hi, yeah. and then walk through the halls and then find me and say, here's your paper, or, you know, like, isn't that funny? Not like I, that anymore. No, no. And kids can't leave campus now either unless they're, well, they have to probably have permission slips and bus trips yeah. and all that. But I remember in high school, my girlfriend had a car. I did not. We'd go into the principal. Oh my God, it was hysterical because we did it probably once a week. <laughs> and I go in and say, well, I forgot my, it was like my algebra book, or I think it was accounting. I forgot my accounting book and it's at home and my parents aren't home, but data has a car. So she's going to take me home to get my book. Cause I have it six period. We go to McDonald's once a week. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the funny thing, Hall. We, here's my girlfriend and I thinking, Oh, we're getting over on them. I'm yeah. sure they knew exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What was going on? Oh, I'm that, sure they did. Yeah. It's you just so funny. Kids. Like, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. We just went to McDonald's for lunch. We left the campus, but this was years ago. They didn't call, you know, we just left high school. They didn't call them campuses. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew they called them campuses. But Holly, how different yeah. do you think that, like, you, if you would go back as a principal, how different things would be? Oh, my gosh. It hasn't been that many years, but it feels like a lifetime. It does feel like a lifetime. I think that because I saw friends who, who are in the teaching field and still at the school where I used to work. And I am just so inspired and in awe of what all that they do. I'm like, wow. And I do. And every time something big happens and I think, how would I respond to that now as a principal? Like, you know, it's interesting because 
the whole world in many ways has changed, whether it's with COVID, but it was the school shootings or just like so many, life has changed so much. But the use of technology across the board, it's just, oh my gosh, vaccinations and so much. School lunch seems like nothing compared to all these big, big issues. But it is a big issue because sometimes it's the only meal that kids have a day. So it is a big deal. So it's a lot to, t- it's a lot to think about. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so.